We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. Plus, you can support college access and student access when you donate online to Roundup in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Hi, friends. We are celebrating 200 episodes by doing a whole episode where we look back at our favorite moments of the show. And to do that, we need a little help from you. We want to hear your favorite moments from best friends. Was it when we wondered about chickens, when we gushed over the TV show You with Penn Badgley, when we decided to name Nicole's future child Deuteronomy, or any other moment of the show? Leave us a voicemail at 424-645-7003. Or you can email us at NicoleAndSashir at gmail.com and share with us what your favorite moment has been and why. And if you say what episode it is or even give a timestamp, Kimmy on the Keys will be so grateful and will love you forever. We can't wait to hear from you and listen on the show. Sashir! Nicole! The Oscars happened on Sunday! What? Well, yes. <laughs> well, why are we going to talk about it? We don't know what. Ha- I don't want to talk about the Oscars. Why? They happened on Sunday. But we can't actually talk about it because. What do you I'm, mean? I'm, I'm talking to you off the show right now. We're going to. I would like to cut this part out because it doesn't make sense for us to talk about the Oscars because we have not watched the Oscars. So there's nothing for us to talk about. Hey, fair. I don't think we should cut it out. I think you should put me in my place and let everyone know. Actually, no, you kick it off. I'd love to hear your thoughts on the Oscars. <laughs> I think everyone dressed really well. Oh, yeah? Who's, who's your favorite? <laughs> you know, I got to say, Angela Bassett did a thing. And she keeps doing things. She just keeps doing things. She keeps doing the thing. So she, you're absolutely right. We're recording this before the Oscars on Sunday. <laughs> So I have no idea what anyone's worn. I have no idea who's won. And I'm not sure why I asked you what your thoughts were about something that has not happened yet. (laughs) That's okay. (sighs) You know me. I'm full of fun and surprises. (laughs) But, you know, I have a feeling we liked a lot of it. And some of it we probably had questions about. (laughs) So many questions. Okay, here's my thought. I think... Uh-oh, I'm not going to pronounce his name correct, and I really should. I should learn it. The lead, the two leads from Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, Michelle mm-hmm. Yeoh, and mm-hmm. what is his name? I feel like an asshole because it's been said this whole award season, and I cannot, uh, and I don't want to butcher it by guessing. You know, it's one thing to call Carl uh, uh, a cursey or something, but like, you know... <laughs> What? <laughs> like, I don't know. Like a name that I'm used to fucking that up as a name I'm not used to fucking that up feels like intentionally rude. Mm-hmm. Can you pronounce it? Kehu Kwan? Is that how you say it? Kehu Kwan? I I really don't know. I don't think I've actually heard it said. I've heard it. Uh, hmm? I'm so sorry. I think it's Kehui Kwan, but I'm trying Ki-hui to confirm Kwan. that. Kehui Kwan, I think. Ki-hui- 
oh god i'm terrible at pronouncing names like i i once had to introduce i think i've said this to you before but i once had to introduce the cast of one day at a time and they had a lot of people had spanish names or hispanic names i'm not sure what i'm supposed to say um but i fucked them all up and i was like guys i'm really sorry so when you sit down, please just pronounce your name the way it's pronounced. And then I had a really easy one at the end. It was like Steve, Steve Day. And I was like, Solve Dirk. <laughs> because I was like, I can't pronounce one name correctly. Mm-hmm. It's just, I see letters and then it's hard. Yeah. Ugh, am I dumb? No. Am I illiterate? Aren't you like slightly dyslexic oh yeah baby yeah i'll do ads for why won't you date me and i used to do them by myself but now i have to do it with my producer mars because she's like you switch sentences she's like you've switched whole sentences or you move a line from the the line underneath into the line up the top kimmy have you ever noticed me doing that i try really hard i do bad she smiled (laughs) she's like yeah Mm-hmm. But you add spice to it, which makes it more fun. So it's always fine. Sometimes in our ads this year, I finish the ad and I go, that was bad and I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, at least you're aware. Yeah. Oh, I'm fully aware that I'm really not good at them. The only ads I actually really like doing are those McDonald's ads because I go um, in between like every line. <laughs> I'm sure they're loving that. Well, I'm like, I wonder if they even listen to it. Because if they did, I, I think they'd be like, wait a minute, this woman, she's unwell. Why is she the one doing it? The other one seems fine. She should do it. <laughs> no, I think they like it. I hope so. But that actor we're talking about. Yes. Uh... I stumbled upon his Instagram the other day mm-hmm. and it's so sweet because you, you know, he had a long gap in between mm-hmm. the Goonies. Is that what he was in before? Raiders Goonies and Raiders of the Lost Ark. He was a child actor. And yeah. Then, yeah. Took a really long break until adulthood. And, mm-hmm. uh, and so when he's at these award shows, he's like taking pictures like a fan and he's like with, you know, Nicole Kidman, and he's like pointing at her like with a huge smile, like, I can't believe I'm meeting her. <laughs> it's so cute. I love that. I watched a devastating video that he was in where because the movie had to pause for COVID and he wasn't getting auditions and he was about to like lose his SAG insurance and he was like calling his agent. He was like, I keep getting put on tape for things and I'm not getting hired for anything like when it when is it gonna happen? And his agent, he's like, "Am I even good in the movie?" Because he hadn't seen any of it. And his agent was like, "You're incredible. Just wait." And I was like, "Damn, like it sucks. It sucks that shit has to happen that way." And then the guy who plays the grandfather again, I don't know his name. He had an incredible speech at the SAG Awards where he was like, they wouldn't let Asians play Asians because they didn't think we were good enough. And then he did, like, he, like, pulled his eyes back and truly was roasting white people in Hollywood. (laughs) And it made me laugh so hard. (laughs) It's a good movie. I really, really... Some people thought it was overrated, but I was like, what's overrated about, like, a really fun world that was created with its own rules with fabulous actors? Every single person is great in it. Yeah. No, I thought it was incredible. I really liked it. I saw it in a theater where, I don't know, everyone was kind of stupid. During the, okay, we, I, we have a pronunciation guide. K Ho Kwan. Okay. He, I will try to remember. We Kwan. Jesus Christ, I'm illiterate. Like, <laughs> it's written out. The middle one was hard. I didn't know how to do hui. It's like really close hui. together. But yeah, Ki Hui Kwan. Hui Kwan. Ki Hui Kwan. I hope I meet him one day and I go, listen, I learned it. I learned how to say your name because I like you a bunch. Oh, the line in the movie where he was like, I would have loved to have spent my time with you just loving you and doing taxes. I'm bastardizing that line. I cried. I was like, oh, my God, I want someone to love me like that. Yeah. Yeah. I want someone to just love me and do taxes with me. (laughs) 
Yeah. So sure, isn't that what you want? Somebody to let you do taxes with you? I mean, I would like us to do other stuff too. No, just like, taxes once a year travel. in April. No, you never go anywhere. You just do taxes in April. You just wait for tax season. <laughs> and then the 11, 11 months, you just love each other. Come on. <laughs> no, I guess I want someone to like do stuff with. Do you remember I told you I was getting into um, like DIY Instagram? Yeah. It's getting deep. It's getting deep. And I keep ordering things thinking I can do it myself. And then I get these things and then I go, I can't do this. So now I just have like cans of paint and brushes in my house that I'm never going to use. Wait, <sighs> when you thought, when you told me that you're going to paint your walls, are were you planning on you painting them? Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Nicole, no. I know it's bad. It's really bad. Because you have to, like, cover stuff, and you know I'm not going to cover a thing. No. You know I'm going to have paint dripping on all of my belongings. hmm And, like, you have to have perfect lines. <sighs> oh, God, I know, I know. Well, not with this lime wash paint. This lime wash paint that I found doesn't have to be perfect. The whole point is texture, baby. But I mean from, like, the wall to the ceiling. Oh, shit, yeah, man. <laughs> I don't trust that yeah. you'll not get it on the ceiling a little bit. I don't trust that I'll finish it. You know what I'm saying? Like... It's tough in yeah. the streets doing any old thing. When I was in New York, uh, one of my first apartments, I painted my room. I actually painted the whole apartment different colors because it was like very cheap. Not every room had a window. And we were like, paint will make it better. And <laughs> like the kitchen was pink. The living room was orange. My room was blue. And then I painted like a goldenrod color at one point. Mm-hmm. The hallway was green and I lost my mind. I felt like I was going insane painting over and over and over again because it's never enough paint. You paint one coat and then you're like, mm-hmm. I still see the color from underneath. And then you got to mm-hmm. paint another coat and another coat. And my arms and my back were tired. It was a mess. Yeah, I shouldn't do it. My old, uh, I shouldn't do it because my old roommate who lived in a room that looked like my closet because we, it was a very weird apartment. So I lived technically in the dining room. We had a living room, dining room situation. But I was we were all like, well, the dining room could just be a room. So we asked our landlord to put up these cheap, nasty doors. And then you had to walk through my room to get to my friend's room, which was just like a sliding door that it truly looked like a closet. And then you opened it in the whole world. It was a different room. She painted her room red. Who does that? Red. And she only did one coat. And she said, that's fine with me. And it was streaky and it looked like hell. It was awful. And then a new roommate moved in and painted the walls white, but didn't go all the way to the ceiling. So there was just like hell red at the top. And then just like weird primer white at the bottom. And Mm -hmm. you know what? Okay, now I'm thinking of these things. I cannot paint myself. Mm -mm. No, I think you should get someone to do it for you. Okay. Hey, Sashir, remember we were talking about Girl Scout cookies? Oh, yes. And we took a poll to find out people like them? Is that what we did? Yes, we did. Because you are in team, I don't like. Anti. You are anti. Boo! Boo! X now. Oh, my God. So we did a pool. We did a poll on Airwolf's Twitter, um, and this was the result. Could one of you walk us through it? Eighty-seven point four percent said God. they love them. Twelve point six percent said they hate them. So it looks like the only smart people in the world are twelve point six of them. <laughs> I'm honestly shook that more people don't dislike. Th- wait, wait. I'm more. I'm. I thought more people would not like them. Oh, that was tough. That was tough for me to say. Yeah, I love them. But also maybe the appeal is like, because they're only around every so often, like maybe if they're around all year, people wouldn't care that much. Like the McRib. Well, oh, the McRib. (laughs) Have you ever had a McRib? I don't think I've ever had one. I actually don't think I've had one. Wait, I need to know what... Okay, meet the cookies. I'm online looking at the cookies. Ew, there's new ones? Ugh! Okay, so we all like raspberry rally? 
which is a thin, crispy cookie dipped with raspberry flavor, dipped in chocolatey coating. You like that, Sashir? I don't think I've had it. Hmm. Okay. Um, you... <laughs> really, the only ones I like are tagalongs. Well, I'm going to tell you all of them. We're meeting Please. the cookies. Okay, yes, let's um, meet the cookies. Adventurefuls, which is an indulgent brownie-inspired. Get real, a brownie-inspired cookie? What the fuck does that mean? It's either a brownie or it's not, okay? And hmm. that's a brownie-inspired cookie topped with caramel-flavored creme with a hint of sea salt. Oh, they have chocolate chip cookies? You want me to eat a rock-hard chocolate chip gluten-free cookie? Get real. A caramel delight? It used to be called a Samoa, a, sam- a samosa. Why did they change it? Was it a Samoa or a Samosa? Oh, maybe it was a Samoa. I think it was a Samoa. And why they changed it? Well, isn't there a whole group? Aren't there Samoans that maybe didn't want to be named after a cookie? Hmm. Maybe the Girl Scouts should have thought about that before they named it that. Well, I'm sure they named it in like 1952 where Mm. you didn't really think about stuff like that. Bigots. Little bigots. (laughs) Well, that's why they changed it. Little bigots. And guess what? I remember your little bigots. Mm-hmm. And then there's a dosi dough, which is a peanut butter sandwich. And then there's a Girl Scout s'more. Ugh. A graham cracker cookie with chocolate marshmallow filling. Lemonades. Shortbread with tangy lemon icing. Lemon ups. Lemon cookies. Ugh. Tagalongs. You like them. Mm-hmm. Thin mints. I think they're disgusting. Toast. Yay. A yummy toast shaped cookie. No. Mm-hmm. If I'm eating toast, mm-hmm. I'm eating toast. If I'm eating a cookie, round the fuck up. Full of French toast flavor and dipped in delicious icing. Toffee-tastic, another gluten-free one. Butter, and I'm not making fun of people who need to eat gluten-free. I'm just having a nice time. But rich buttery cookies with sweet, crunchy toffee bits. And then a trefoil, which is the only acceptable one. (laughs) I do like a trefoil. I do like a shortbread cookie. I think they're delicious. My favorite thing is those blue tins. You open them up and it has a whole bunch of different shortbread cookies. The worst part about those tins is you open them up and sometimes they're sewing shit inside. Yeah, it's never the cookies. No. It's the cookies one time and then there's items, just household items in there. Yeah, things that I've never wanted to eat in there. That was (laughs) my grandmother's house. She had tons of those. None Mm -hmm. of them had cookies in it. Very (laughs) rude. Very rude. I can't believe people like Girl Scout cookies. It's so wild to me. But, you know, you had a good amount who didn't. Barely, barely, barely. It was twelve point six. Yeah, but those people are all my friends. <laughs> yeah, those We're people who hate joy. <gasps> I love joy. <laughs> Sister, you don't say that. You know I love laughter. This is true. You, you know I love laughter. This is true. You love to laugh. It's one of my favorite things. Yeah, <laughs> I sound really dumb. It's one of my favorite <laughs> things. <laughs> Me, I love laughter. <laughs> Um, I went to Chicago recently and my grandpa, I think he was trying to ask me if I was dating somebody um, because he was like, oh, I said something about not wanting kids. And he said, well, who's going to take care of you when you're old? And I said, Sashir. And then he said, sometimes things don't work out the way you think they are. And I said, wait, you just hold on. So then I texted Sashir and I said, hi, hello. Um, when we get really old, do you like 90, do you want to like take care of each other? <laughs> and she said, sure. And then I showed my grandpa. I made the font bigger and everything. So his little eye could see it. I said, grandpa, look, Sashir said that we're going to take care of each other. And then he was like, well, what is she? What is she? Who is she? And I said, she's my best friend. And then I pulled up a picture of us together and he went, oh, okay. She seems nice. <laughs> and then afterwards I was like, wait, does my grandpa think I just came out to him? <laughs> because every picture <laughs> was us hugging. Oh. But he was okay with it. So <laughs> Yay. I'm glad I got the stamp of approval. Also, I didn't say sure. I said yes exclamation point. Uh, oh no yes. questions. Unequivocally, yes. <laughs> Let's take care of each other. I'm kind of excited about it because okay, like Okay, here's what I think we should do. We should keep our homes Mm -hmm. and then move to, and then buy a smaller home together in the middle. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I want to go to my house for a little bit. 
But then it's like, uh oh, I'm dropping things and falling down. Gotta go back to the house that we share so you can help me up. <laughs> so we can spend a little time away from each other, but then we mm-hmm. can take care of each other at the house in the middle. I I like that. Yes. <laughs> or should we just get rid of our houses and get one house? Hmm. I don't think either of us want to get rid of our houses. No, I love my house so much. I love my house. Filled it up with all sorts of wallpaper. Or maybe we can spend time at each other's houses, have sleepovers. <gasps> okay. That works. And then we'll have um we'll have a man who'll be our nurse, but he'll be a very hot man. Um <laughs> and a hot lady. Because mm-hmm. when we're old, we throw all cares out the window. Who cares about gender? I'm 90. Um and then um oh maybe we'll have a non-binary too. Who fucking cares as long as they're hot? And they're they're gonna rotate so we don't get tired of them, and they're gonna take care of us, and they're gonna usher us from house to house in a very very nice uh, Mercedes Sprinter van, <laughs> like we're on set. Well, here's the thing: they're pretty easy to get into. If it's like an Escalade, that's like hard to get into, and then if it's like a lower car, it might be hard for us to get out of it. So I'm just looking out for our knees. It sounds like you have a plan. I like this. <laughs> I just came up with it right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, but wait, did Kimmy? You said you found an article talking about platonic friends living together. Ooh, what was it? Let's hear about it. From best friends to platonic spouses, some people are taking their friendships to the next level, saying "I do" to marriages without sex. I'm gonna fuck other people this year. Is that okay? Yeah, that is okay with me. Okay. First came Blood Brothers, best friends who would solidify their bond by cutting themselves and swapping a bit of blood. I've heard about that, and I was always like, y'all are crazy. Did you ever do that this year? I never did. I get scared Okay, thank that. God. Thank God. I would have thoughts about you. <laughs> then came, I mean, not bad ones. I would just be like, she's been blood joined with somebody. Then came Tiny House Best Friends, friends moving into adjoining tiny houses, Bestie Row in Texas, for example. Today, some people are taking their friendship, taking their friendships a giant step further. They are platonically marrying each other, vowing to never leave each other's side for better or worse. Um, Jay somebody and Christy somebody donned wedding gowns and walked down the aisle, exchanged rings and shared their first and only kiss. And this woman's going to change her last name. Oh, wow. I'm not going to change my last name. I also am not going to change my last name. And I don't think we need to have like a ceremony or whatever. We're 90. Well, why does it have it? We have to wait till we're 90? Oh, we can do it sooner. When are you trying to do it? 80, 70, 65, 52, 40? I mean, we're kind of already work wives. We are like platonic spouses. But when are we going to start living together? I don't think you. we have to. But when are we going to start having sleepovers? We can have sleepovers whenever we want. Oh, okay. So it started. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Some people who are married don't necessarily live together. You know? You are correct. Okay. The besties, both queer and open to dating anyone but each other, met in 2011, decided to get married in September. They sleep in the same bed, but their relationship remains platonic. Um, They, want, they got married because they wanted to be legally and socially recognized as a family. That's nice. Hmm. I don't need like to legally be recognized as family you just are my family yeah i agree and i guess like socially we are family because people do ask me about you and stuff and then i go that's her business you have to ask her (laughs) and i'm like of course i know what's going on (laughs) there are no no statistics about the number of platonic best friend marriages and many people who are in them aren't open about their situation, but chat boards on Reddit and uh, within smaller asexual and aromantic communities have popped up recently suggesting this could be the larger portion of the marriage population than numbers portray. Asexual is defined as having little to no sexual attraction towards each other. Aromantic means having little to no desire for romantic relationships. Heteromonogamous is a sexual relationship between a man and a woman. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. I'm the opposite of a romantic, a romance. I I'm a very romantic person. 
I love romance. Platonic marriages raise an interesting question related to what elements are the most important in marriage and what needs partners theoretically must meet for marriage to succeed, said Jess Carbarino, a marriage expert who lives in Los Angeles, California, and is a former sociologist for the dating apps Tinder and Bumble. Interesting. Mm. I like this. I like it too. I think it's really fun to just like, I feel like, especially with men, and the reason why I like the show that I'm on Grand Crew is the men on our show hug each other and like mm-hmm. love each other mm-hmm. and showcase that in a way where I feel like in years past they would have been like this show's real gay and it's like no no like these and there's nothing wrong with being gay but it's like just like the act of loving a friend platonically seems gay when it's not does that am I making sense yeah I think like it's just like uh how we were raised like yeah toxically making it yeah making it seem like one being gay is a bad thing and two that if you show any affection to the same sex that means you're gay yeah and i say i love you all the time mm-hmm. teary-eyed <laughs> <laughs> well i just love you so much sometimes i get overwhelmed <laughs> I, like it. I think that's okay do you want to read this last part yeah Meeting people is hard. Getting a bond and romantic feelings is hard. And more and more young people are starting to realize that there are other benefits to marriage other than romantic love. I mean, isn't the point to marry your best friend? Oh, so why can't it be your literal best friend? That is I like nice. That. That's nice. I just did an episode of Why Won't You Date Me with Gabrielle Dennis. And she said something that was really interesting. She was like, I think being in like is more important than being in love. Because you have to like the person. The person has to like you in order for love to matter. And I was like, Mm. oh, fuck. Mm, I've definitely said, like, I love you to people that I didn't quite like. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I love this person. It's like, I don't think I like them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I've been there. You know? Mm -hmm. But I love you. I love you and I like you. I like you so much. <laughs> I'm so excited to see you next week. Is it next week? Mm-mm. Am I seeing you next week? <laughs> Is that the end of March? Are you coming here? Yeah, I'm coming the last weekend of March. I've gotten zero details from you. You know what's interesting? <laughs> That's like that lady from <laughs> the episode that comes out after this one. <laughs> <laughs> You are absolutely right. I have not given you any sort of details. Mm-mm. Listen, it's still on. I haven't gotten a job okay. um, so far. Um, mm-hmm. And if I continue to not have a job, <laughs> I'm coming the last weekend of March. Yay. Should I bring gifts? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bring me gifts. <laughs> okay. I'm going to think good and hard about a gift to bring you. Uh, last time I came, I tried to bring her a chair and the, and the airline took it from me. <laughs> isn't that mean <laughs> that's very mean yeah. but then also i would have to figure out how to bring that home mm-hmm. it's good that the airport that delta stole a chair from me yes it is good but p.s still love delta mm-hmm. love them diamond diva for the rest of my fucking life can i just tell you the delta lounge in chicago is pure opulence really Yes. Stunning, beautiful. Oh, the colors. I loved it. It's really nice. And let me tell you, the American Airlines Lounge at LAX, boo-boo, trash, nasty. Mm. Is this Should year? We... Yeah. Oh. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, I what? Well, what were you going to say? Come on. What were you going to say? Please tell me. No, because you, you sounded like you're going to start a different topic. But what were you going to say? It sounded like you were going to start a different topic. I was going to ask if you wanted to do a quiz, but I'd rather hear. Oh, so you wanted to silence me. I see. I was starting to talk and you were like, let's do a quiz. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) February really is over. (laughs) Even my sister is trying to silence me. This is black on black crime. (laughs) Okay. Here's all I wanted to say. Yes. 
I did my eyebrows the other day, and I'm pretty proud of them. <laughs> oh, okay. What did you do to them? You plucked them? I, I like, took a a little blade to them. <laughs> Sounds insane. Wait, like yeah. of- <laughs> yeah, please explain. <laughs> it's one of those, like, little straight razors that's mm-hmm. on a stick, if you will. Okay. Uh-huh. And I just kind of traced under to clean up. Uh-huh. And they look a little thin right now, but once you fill them in with, like, a pen... Or mm-hmm. no, a pencil. I like a eyebrow pencil. They look really good. Oh yeah. Yes, Jordan has Jordan one. Jordan has one, and mm-hmm. that's the same color I have. Now, is there like um, a benefit to doing it that way versus with a tweezer? Does it matter? Yeah, it goes faster. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I am embracing a fact about me. I am not here for details. <laughs> that's not what I do. Broad strokes is who I am. <laughs> Details. Um, what's it called? Minutia. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, tedious sure. tasks. Mm-hmm. Not for me, and that's okay. And that that is okay. You just figure out how to work around the details. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That's nice. I've been trying this like eyebrow growth serum stuff. Oh, I forgot what it's called, but it's in a gold tube. And um gold tube. What are you, a Rockefeller? <laughs> it the tube itself is gold. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way it can be stored. <laughs> um, and they were like, do it every day for I think six weeks or something. And I don't remember to do it every day. And I don't know what week I'm on. <laughs> so we will, I'm sorry. I was just like, I'll just use it until it's out. And well, hopefully that'll work. That shit's hard. It's hard. I, I don't do any, anything every day except for me either. Wake up and eat. Mm, yeah, me too. Actually, there's been days I have not woken up. I mean, I'm not dead sometimes, but like, you know how like you'll sleep all day? I don't uh-huh. think you do that. Do you do that? Have you ever done that? Not as an adult, no. You don't get so sad about life that you just stay in bed all day and then leave your bed to eat some goobers and then get back in bed. No. Uh-uh. Interesting. Okay. So just me here. I know it's definitely not just you. I have other friends who do that no, too. No, no, no. It's not- just me. I'm alone. Uh, <laughs> no solidarity. February is over. Um, <laughs> no, I think it like I have a theory. Nothing can hurt you if you're asleep. So like when my <laughs> when I woke up to the did we talk about it on the podcast that my office flooded a little? Or did I not I mention I it? I don't think we mentioned it, no. Okay. I think I was too upset that day, maybe. Or maybe I mentioned it. I don't know. But the day that my office was flooded and the in my living room there was a leak and my garage had a leak, I was like, I can't do this. I, there's Water is bad. It makes things smell mildewy. Like, I have to get rid of my carpet in here. Um, so I just, after we recorded, I went right back to sleep until the minute I had to do another thing. Mm-hmm. And then when I got home, went right back to sleep. Cause I was like, I don't want to deal with this and nothing can hurt me. And I don't know what mm-hmm. water is when I'm sleeping. I guess, I don't know if my brain, I don't... <laughs> I... <laughs> so like your brain forgets what water is as soon as you go to sleep. Uh-huh. Cause I'm not, th- I don't. I don't have like uh, very vivid dreams. Uh, so okay. literally nothing can hurt me when I'm sleeping. I'm just mm. out. I do have vivid dreams. And I feel like the thing that I'm stressed out about will come up in my dream. So I feel like if I did oh. that, I would only be dreaming about how I need to fix everything or like how or or like my house is flooding to the to the brim and I'm drowning or, you know, it would just like manifest that way. Mm. So I don't think that would be good for me. Oh, it's great for me. I just wake up and go, oh, I have to deal with it. Yeah. (laughs) This isn't so bad because it didn't rain super hard last night. Oh, good. So there was no, there was no real, it wasn't like badly flooded this morning. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But boy, oh boy, is it bad. And now I'm like, oh, shit. I am an idiot and I've been using the lights in my TV room in the living room and the, there's a leak and the lights are in the ceiling. So now I'm like, oh, I could start a electrical fire. So now I don't turn on the lights in there. So now it's, 
it's really fun. It's really fun. Um, I'm living like, I don't know, a pioneer, I feel like. Like, <laughs> like who lives like this? You turn on lights and there's just surprise water everywhere. Yeah. But my contractor did come over and he said, hey, we don't know what's going on. Mm. I was like, great, cool, I love it. Great, love that. Damn. It's great, it's perfect. Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling selection of timeless designs, perfect for making an eye-catching statement. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelet, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, and wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Pandora Jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora. Be love. I don't wear makeup often, but when I do, I want to make sure I can use products that work for my skin and look good for my skin color. And so that's why I like Thrive Cosmetics. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. Their Brilliant Eye Brightener can be used as highlighter-eyeshadow combo that makes your eye look effortless. It comes in 16 buildable shades to choose from and play with. Their easy-to-use Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. It holds like wax and blends like a powder. I love the Waterproof Eyebrow Liner because most of the time I just do my eyebrows and walk out the door. I like having a nice little, like, finished look. It looks like I tried, but I really didn't. I don't need multiple things. I don't need a brush and then a separate liner and then a separate color and blah, blah, blah. It's all one thing and it's great. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash best friends. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S.com slash best friends. For 10% off your first order. Black representation in the media means so much to me. I loved Whoopi Goldberg growing up and I was like, oh, that's a woman who like, she, she's got the same skin tone as me. She kind of looks like me and I can do it. So honestly, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. Every episode is a living account of what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Listen to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Now we can do a quiz. Oh, okay. Now I'm ready. Let's do that. Yeah. Guess what these celeb star signs are? Okay. Would, would that be fun? Uh, or... Which hair color fits your personality? Okay, let's do that. I did just buy a wig that mm-hmm. has red hair. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that was a mistake or not. Like, you don't know if you mistakenly I, bought that? or No, no. I know I bought it. I know I was like, I'm buying this. But I, don't, I haven't gotten it yet. I don't know if it's going to be good or not. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I've seen you with red hair before. I used to wear it in high school all the time. I only wore red hair. Like red burgundy. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, that's my thing. Okay. If you disagree with someone, what do you do? I tell them directly. I fight back. I tell them in a gentle way. I keep it to myself. I tell everyone else how wrong (laughs) they are. (laughs) 
I secretly hate them. Okay, this is tough. At the airport, I fight (laughs) back. In my personal life, I'll keep it to myself until it festers for so long that someone goes, what's wrong? Oh, wait, disagree. Mm, Yeah, yeah, that happens. But then also I'll tell everyone how wrong they all are. Mm. Hmm. It depends on what it is. I I tell them directly. Okay, I think I'm going to do... I tell everyone else how wrong they are. (laughs) Where would you rather live? A city. The country. The desert. The mountains. The coast. The forest. Uh, Mm. I'm going to say a city. I'm going to say the forest. Yeah, you do love trees. I love trees. When are you the most productive? Morning. Afternoon. Night. Late night. Anytime. Never is very funny. (laughs) Never productive. Morning for me. Even though I don't like getting up in the morning, but when I do, I am very productive. I hate mornings. Afternoons are my mornings. Nights are my afternoons. Late nights are my night. So late night... Late night. Late night. I love late night. (laughs) Which is the most scary? Ghosts. Death. Spiders. Public speaking. Heights. The ocean. The ocean is magic. I, how dare, how dare they put that there? I mean, it also is kind of scary. They're straight up like creatures we've never even seen before down there. Yeah, because the ocean is unlimited magic. (laughs) I'm going to say spiders. I'm going to say... Death. Ooh, okay. This quiz boring you? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say death. I yawned really big. <laughs> I'm just tired in general. The quiz is not boring me. I get it. You've been working hard. I've been working hard. She's sleepy. Mm-hmm. Which of these is the least scary? Heights. Bugs. Public speaking. Sharks. Tornadoes. Ghosts. Again? Yeah. So some some of the, are the same, like heights ghosts and then bugs became generic for spiders okay the (laughs) least scary to me is probably public speaking Mm -hmm. I would say sharks because I'm rarely where they are (laughs) and also isn't it like they actually won't come mess with you unless you mess with them um, uh, maybe. I don't really, I'm not really a shark head. I don't know about them. I feel like people like, I've seen things that like sharks get a bad rap, mostly because of jaws. But mm. they're not like out here just, and shark attacks do happen, but not like at a greater rate than like other animal attacks, I don't think. Interesting. I love that you're dropping facts. <laughs> Can I say I used to work at one of the Discovery Science Center cubes and I worked there for a summer when it was about sharks. And they said, you're more likely to be struck by lightning twice than to be attacked by a shark. Whoa. Wow. Damn. Interesting. Highly unlikely. Yeah, very highly unlikely because I'm always inside when it's raining. (laughs) Unless you turn your light switch on in your house. (laughs) (laughs) And then I just die. Um, what would you rather be doing right now? <laughs> Sleep, sleeping, <laughs> eating, being outside, watching TV, seeing friends. Oh my God, nothing. Does I would mean, rather. It's like, do you, wait, does nothing mean like, I would rather be doing nothing else than taking this quiz? Or does nothing mean like staring into the abyss? Oh, uh, maybe. Uh, it seems like. With the phrasing, it seems like nothing means I wouldn't, I don't want to do anything else. <laughs> so I 
would I'm so pleased taking this quiz. <laughs> I love BuzzFeed. <laughs> um, I, okay, what well, are you judging say? by that yawn? Uh, I would rather be sleeping. Mm. I too would rather be sleeping, so I don't have to deal with things. <laughs> and finally, pick a form of water. Pool. Ocean. Rain. Shower. Bath. Lake. I'm picking the damn ocean. Mm. Um, I would pick like like a light rain if I'm inside. Oh, I like hearing it. Oh my god, I'm over it. Well, I'm sure that that wouldn't be my answer if I was in LA right now. Ugh, terrible. What is this quiz? Oh, which oh, hair, hair color, color matches your personality? Uh, who's this? And this is Sashir. Black. Black hair is iconic for people who are leaders at heart. Wow. Okay. That okay. makes sense. Okay. And this is Nicole. Red. <gasps> Red hair is for people who know how to have fun. Oh, thank goodness you got that wig. Uh, you know, I thought it was a mistake, but I guess not. Yes. Everyone's going to be like, wow, this girl really knows how to have fun. She's the funnest person we've met today. <laughs> today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your own body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now, politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that will block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes Everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. That's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctor. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Why not grocery shop from the comfort of your couch? With Thrive Market, the no-junk-food, healthy grocery store, you can! Make Thrive Market your go-to for your grocery and household essentials. The convenience of getting everything online and quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. Use their on-site filters to curate your own shopping experience to make simpler, healthier swaps. So the filters I use are, I don't want gluten in my belly. So I say, no gluten, because gluten sometimes it hurts my tummy. So I say, less gluten, more not tootin', you know, because sometimes I get farty. Okay, save time and money as the Thrive Market member on every single grocery order on average. Customers save over 30% each time. I love how Thrive Market supports my life and grocery shopping habits. Ooh, they have a Thrive Market brand creamy peanut butter 16-ounce jar. And that's that's something I like. And then they have Thrive Market grass-fed organic ground beef. Oh, boy. Boy, it's so yummy and delicious. So save time and money and shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash bestfriends for 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash bestfriends. Thrivemarket.com slash bestfriends. Okay, we have to help people now. Yes, let's answer some queries. Hi, my name is Claire, uh, they, them, and I was hoping for some improv advice. Um, I play Dungeons & Dragons and other RPGs with my friends, and I'm okay at narrating it, 
but I really struggle to do characters and I can't think of dialogue for them like fast enough in my brain and I can't like get their nuances in. Even if I work on this character for hours, I just can't quite get them right in game. How do I make my brain work on making words faster, just getting the words out um, and staying in character more smoothly? Um, I love you. Have a good day. Thank you. Bye. Well, um, I think you just like, so wait, is this is improv in the Dungeons and Dragons world? So Dungeons and Dragons as a game is like literally improv. So there's like the game master person who like is you pick numbers or something. And then he's like D28 or something or whatever. And then they're like, okay, now Susie the elf is going to choose to like do this or that. And then you're like, okay, I'm Susie the elf and I'm going to kick somebody and I'm going to use my elfin powers to nibble on their dick. <laughs> so you can just make it whatever you want or does it have to be in the um, confines of... It's like in the confines of the game. I truly have only played once. Um, but it was a fun time. <laughs> um, but yeah, because it was like, it's improv. I would never play again. Too much goes into it. Um, but I guess with improv, if I'm in a scene where I'm like a dad who doesn't want my daughter to be, I don't know, to become a cat. I don't know. That's <laughs> okay. Okay. What a wild scene. I just know that like my bottom line is if she becomes a cat, X, Y, and Z will happen. My wife will leave me because I was supposed to keep her from becoming a cat. I don't know. I don't know. No, that's good. That's good. I like what you're saying because I think it's like uh, where things go awry is when people think too big or too grandiose. And like, because that, that's a scary thing about improv I, for some people is that you can do anything. But I think mm -hmm. if you focus in on what the character character's goal is, which is I don't want my daughter to turn into a cat or whatever the thing is. Mm-hmm then you'll react to things in a way that's like focus on that goal or focus on how you would talk to your daughter or like, like it would, if you just stay focused on this is the character, this is the situation we're in, as opposed to like, it, I could do anything. Then I think it can lead to a more grounded and like fun flowing scene. Mm hmm. I think. Yeah. I think so, too. I also think that you can say your own feelings filtered through the character. Mm. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think it also it's like, if this is true, what else is true? And your brain not thinking fast enough, I think is okay. I think... Yeah, you can go at your own pace. Yeah. And the longer you do it, the more... The quicker you become. And I have days where I do shows where I'm like, yikes. I was definitely a audience member. I only laughed. I didn't help. I didn't do anything. <laughs> and those are fun. That's a fun show to do. Yeah. And then sometimes I'm like, oh, I did a lot and it was great. And sometimes I'm like, I did a lot and I'm not sure it was helpful to the show. <laughs> and that's okay. That's okay. That's just the nature of improv. Yeah. Okay. Solved. Solved. <laughs> Hi, Nicole and Sashir. I love the show. Listening to the geniusness of your friendship and laughter makes me I think feel closer. Genuineness. <laughs> I mean, you are slightly above average. Uh, what was it? Intellect or IQ wise? But I'm not good at problem solving. So I saw the word and I couldn't solve that problem. The genuineness. Wait, how do you say that? Genuineness? Genuineness. No, why am I doing that? Of your friendship and laughter makes me feel closer to all my friends when I listen and I constantly plug the show to spread the serotonin. My friend, let's call her B, and I have had. Wait, and I, I can't read. Can you do it? My friend, let's call her B, and I have successfully been in a long-distance friendship for a while. We text regularly, send each other TikToks and other memes, and talk about big things going on in our lives. We write letters, send little gifts, and when we visit each other, we generally cuddle and hold hands because we're close like that. People often think we're dating, but we've always been happily platonic and 
are both in long-term relationships with our respective partners. Our bond is more like siblings who actually like each other. Recently, I visited B for her birthday at a party with several of her local friends that I've heard, sla- heard of slash met before. I drove several hours to be there and even rented a hotel room nearby so that we could hang some the following day. The entire time I was there, B was hanging all over this person I've never met. And she's never mentioned to me. Let's call them Derek. While I did get to talk and hang with B some, the vibe didn't feel the same because of how inserted Derek was in everything. And I felt a little snubbed after taking the time and spending the money, gas and hotel and food ain't cheap right now to come out. I was jealous about the amount of affection B was dishing out to Derek and sad because I felt like maybe B and I weren't as close as I thought since B and Derek were inseparable all night. I know B doesn't owe me her time or affection, and obviously we both have other people in our lives that we love, but this incident's really sticking out with me since I've never heard of him, and they acted very intimate and similar to how B and I normally are during our infrequent in-person visits. Am I being petty to feel upset? Should I talk to my friend or just let it go and try to make more time of our friendship going forward? If I talk to her, how should I approach it? Have you dealt with feelings of jealousy in your friendship? Love you both and the joy you send out into the world. Hope to hear your insights. And sorry if this email is long. Cheers. <laughs> Green with envy. Um. Well, yeah, I think we've both ex- experienced jealousy. Yes. Within our friendship with other friends. Yeah, uh, of course. Yeah, I think um, that's natural. Yeah, I, well, I mean, I would ask B who Derek is. Yeah, who Derek? Who Derek? Who's that? Are you dating Derek? Or is Derek a friend? Yeah, what's the deal? Because also this person said that B was partnered to, I'm assuming, someone who is not Derek. Oh, B is partnered? I missed that. Yeah, like they're both like this oh. the person who wrote and B are both partnered with other people. And then they have this really close friendship. And then the writer came to this birthday party and saw B all like buddy buddy with someone else who's Derek. But Derek, who I think is not her, that not her partner. partner. He's just this new friend. Mm hmm. Hmm. Um. I would say, hey, B, I know that I just saw you for the party, but I didn't feel like I got to spend as much time with you. Do you mind if we do like a one-on-one thing soon? I think that's nice. Birthday parties are just hard to get the yes. person's attention because they have all their people there from different parts of their life. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think I think I'm sure you weren't even the only person there who was like, oh, I didn't really get to talk to B or like we didn't really have a like a moment and we have this strong bond. And maybe B is the kind of person that is like super lovey with multiple people. Mm-hmm. And and I get that that could be weird watching that because you're like, but that's what we do. But yeah, maybe that's what B does when you're not in mm-hmm. town. B yeah. just be loving up on everybody. Uh, everybody. B got a lot of love to give. Some say too much, but <laughs> some say just enough. Um, yeah. And then also, we don't know if Derek like helped her plan the party or helped yeah. them plan the party. And I've I have a couple friends when I mix my friend groups who are clingy to me, where I'm like, go make a friend, go make a friend, please. Um, but that's just not the case. And, you know, that's just what happens. But I think, yeah, you just plan like a nice intimate time for you two to like re like just recharge your friendship. Yeah. Also, when you just said that about, um, when you plan parties and you have a friend that's clingy, that made me think like, oh, we also don't know what Derek's situation is. Like Mm -hmm. maybe Derek has anxiety and was Mm -hmm. like, maybe B realized the only way they would feel comfortable is if Derek stayed by B side. Um, who knows? Yeah, many things could be happening. But I agree with Nicole that if you are missing this person and you feel like, oh, I didn't get the affection that I wanted or the attention that I wanted, yeah, just reach out and say, can we have a solo pet? I agree. Solved. Solved. One more question. Staring at me. Hello. 
So here's a quandary. When you travel with the group, how do you decide who gets what bedroom? For example, let's say you rent a cabin and one of the rooms is ensuite with a king bed, while one is a queen that shares a bathroom with a a bathroom with a pullout. Everyone obviously wants the first room. This bothers me every time I travel with friends. Your advice would be greatly appreciated. Well, when you and I travel, and if we're in a group, sometimes this is a situation where like, um, someone might be paying more money for the house. Mm-hmm. So usually that person gets the biggest one or like the coolest one, or maybe the person who planned it or like found that house specifically and like did all the like logistics works, they might get the like most special room. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I don't know how you would determine that. Me either. Um, I know last time I went to Palm Springs, I got there like a couple hours after everybody. And then a, like the boys got in a room together and then two of the girls got in a room together. Another girl had a, her own room. And then they were like, we, since you weren't here, Nicole, to talk about sharing a room and we know you snore, you can have your own room. And I said, yes. So <laughs> snore. And people will <laughs> let you sleep alone. Uh, I guess I have to get the king suite because <sighs> I my have this will burden just of snoring. Wake everybody up, you know? <laughs> Um, I feel like before going, it is a nice conversation to be like, does everyone, is everyone okay sharing rooms? Because mm-hmm. uh, sometimes people aren't okay with that. Um, yeah. And then it's like, if people aren't okay with that, it's like, okay, we got to find a house where there's, you know, a, you know, more rooms or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, we rented this place in Palm Springs that had like 10 bedrooms. <laughs> so I don't think anyone shared a room unless they were a couple. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was a whole back house where we tried to send you and your man. And you were like, no, we want to be in the house. We're like, no, you can have that. It's very far away. And you guys can do whatever couples do. <laughs> I know. And I like totally misread that. And I was like, I don't want to be far away. I don't want to be separated by grass. <laughs> and then later he was like, uh, I would have loved to have <laughs> been alone. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know where the group is. <laughs> Oh, boy. That was a wild house. Oh, man. That was a really wild house. That was a monkey house. Yeah, a monkey lived there. (laughs) (laughs) There There were these little shelves. It looked like it was like handles for a monkey to climb on. And there was monkey statues everywhere. I think a monkey lived there. (laughs) I think a monkey lived there, too. I want to go back to that house. I liked it. It was a very fun house. A pool, a tennis court, a room to run, a fire pit, where at the end of the night, I think you had gone to sleep, I had taken drugs, and I was like, everybody, write down something you want to leave in in this year. And then everyone wrote it down, and you threw it in the fire, then it would immediately fall out of the fire because it's paper. Yeah, we woke up the next morning, and it, all of our things that we wanted to leave behind were still there. <laughs> still a, a pile of paper and this fake wood. Uh-huh. <laughs> we're like, oh, oh no. <laughs> it didn't work. That was fun. That uh-huh. was fun. <laughs> if you... <laughs> She's got to get to sleep. If you have any questions or queries for us, you can email Nicole and Sashir at gmail.com or call or text or leave a voice message at... 424-645-7003. Do you like merch? We have merch at podswag.com slash best friends. We have transcripts for our new episodes. Check them out on our show page at earwolf.com. Lastly, don't forget to rate, uh, review, uh, and subscribe. That's the easiest way to support this show. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye. At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom. Crop out. Yada yada. 
and bye. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and nada yada yada. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. Switch Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T-Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days. Hi, I'm Lale Arakogli, host of Women Who Travel. Women Who Travel is a transported podcast for anyone curious about the world. We talk to adventurers and athletes. I've raced the God's Own Adventure Race, which is on the South Island and goes through the mountains down in the Southern Alps on New Zealand. That was eight days spent out in the wilderness. And chefs. Iranian food is home, it's family, it's love. And we share dispatches from our listeners. Ireland is full of these, I will call them ghosts of the past. From stampeding elephants to training sled dogs. We hear it all. The dogs will curl right up with you and it can be kind of cozy waiting things out. New episodes of Women Who Travel publish every Thursday. Join us wherever you listen.